Join Lutherans for Life in Washington, D.C., Thursday, January 19th through Saturday, January 21st, 2023. Go to lutheransforlife.org to learn more about LFL's Conference for Adults, LFL at the March, and the Y for Life Youth Conference in Washington, D.C. The registration deadline is December 15th. Lutherans for Life, equipping Lutherans and their neighbors to be gospel-motivated voices for life. Lutheransforlife.org. No one was really sure what would happen when Dobbs v. Jackson overturned Roe v. Wade. Fairly good idea about some specifics, but because we knew that there were states that were planning on already enacting laws that would either restrict abortion or open up abortion all nine months for any reason and try and fund it as well. Things are proceeding, well, not as planned, but proceeding into that kind of area that no one knew what it would be like before, until they got there. So we're headed into the unknown. One big question is, has post row brought a decrease in the number of abortions? Turns out it has. Welcome back to Issues Etc. We're going to talk about a new report on post row abortion. Dr. Michael New is our guest. He's visiting assistant professor of social research and political science at the Catholic University of America. He's associate scholar at the Charlotte Lozier Institute, Paige Comstock Cunningham Fellow, with Americans United for Life, and a columnist for National Review Online. Dr. New, welcome back. Uh, Thanks for having me. Much appreciated. What can you tell us about the recent Society of Family Planning report? Sure. They have a new project they've called We Count, which is designed to collect and disseminate recent abortion data. And what they did is they looked at abortion numbers in the months after the Dobbs decision. And they looked at abortion declines in those states that passed pro-life laws. They looked at abortion increases in other states. And they found that the declines were larger than the increases. Overall, they found that number of abortions in the two months after Dobbs, July and August, the numbers fell by 10,000. That's about a 6% decline. So their study has found that the Dobbs decision has saved about 10,000 lives. So how and where have abortions been declining? Well, After the Dobbs decision, we saw about 13 states went ahead and passed strong protective pro-life laws. So once these laws took effect, abortion numbers fell dramatically uh, within these states. And additionally, uh, even prior to Dobbs, we saw some big declines. Texas started to enforce their Heartbeat Act as of September 1st, 2021, and Oklahoma was enforcing a Heartbeat Act in early May of 2022, and there were large declines in these states as well. Have abortions increased elsewhere? In many states, they have. Laws are important, and they do have an impact, but they're not magical. And in the aftermath of Dobbs, what has happened is some women who have wanted abortions have simply obtain those abortions in other states where the laws are more permissive. So there is evidence that women are crossing state lines and obtaining abortions elsewhere. You know, that said, this analysis makes very clear that the in-state decline does exceed any out-of-state increase. So why, generally speaking, are the number of abortions underreported and have been for decades? The CDC has always had very poor reporting standards that reporting abortion data to the CDC is largely voluntary, and many states 
or at least several states, just have not reported numbers. Uh, California hasn't reported any abortion data to the CDC since 1997. Maryland is a state that often does not report abortion data either, and the same can be said of New Hampshire. So just reporting standards are weak, and that really limits our ability to really know uh, how many abortions are performed every year. Why do you think that the recent declines in this report on abortion are likely also underestimated? Well, I think their declines are actually, as you mentioned, much larger than this report indicates, and that's for a couple of reasons. First off, even prior to Dobbs, data shows there were actually big abortion declines in both Texas and Oklahoma. In these states, pro-life laws were allowed to go into effect before Dobbs. I mean, again, the Texas Heartbeat Act took effect September 1st, 2021. In this first month alone, the number of abortions in Texas fell by more than 60%. Oklahoma started enforcing a heartbeat act in early May that, again, protected preborn children after a fetal heartbeat could be detected. That caused a big decline in Oklahoma. So some states already saw big declines prior to Dobbs. Secondly, I'm not sure this report really holds constant the trend. I think that even before Dobbs, you saw increasing abortion numbers in blue states, partly because many blue states started to pass more permissive laws pertaining to abortion, and also many blue states, you saw an increase in chemical abortion. So some of these increases in blue states aren't necessarily due to women in pro-life states obtaining abortions. They're actually due to just a greater instance of abortion among women who do live in these more politically liberal states. What does the increase in chemical abortions, what role does that play here? Once again, you've seen a, a long and in, in big increase in the number of chemical abortions. I think the most recent data from Guttmacher indicates that about half of all abortions are chemical abortions. And again, we've seen this increase in chemical abortions has resulted in some slight increases in abortion numbers in the past couple of years, according to the data that we do have on overall abortion numbers. So we've seen abortion numbers increase slightly prior to Dobbs, in large part because of this increase in chemical abortions. Uh, that said, I mean, the Dobbs decision is going to reverse this trend, and overall we're going to see abortion declines in 2022 and in the foreseeable future. How do you think that these decreases in overall abortions will trend in the future specifically? I think we're going to see continued reductions in abortion. We had about 13 states that very quickly were able to go ahead and pass protective pro-life laws in their respective states that have succeeded in getting abortion numbers down. I think there's other states that are going to pass protective laws in the future, but just because of political reasons or other circumstantial reasons have not been able to do so. There's still litigation that's pending about a pro-life law in Arizona. Uh, It seems there's a lot of interest in South Carolina in passing a law, but some slight differences of opinion about how that pro-life law should be designed or structured. So I think there's more and more states are going to go ahead and pass protective laws, and that's going to keep pushing abortion numbers down. Dr. Michael New is visiting assistant professor of social research and political science at the Catholic University of America. He's associate scholar for the Charlotte Lozier Institute Page Comstock Cunningham Fellow with Americans United for Life and a columnist for National Review Online. You'll find a link to his columns on the Talk on Demand archives page at issuesetc.org. Dr. New, thank you again. Thanks for having me. Much appreciated. The National March for Life is January 18th, 2023 in Washington, D.C. Lutherans for Life will be participating in the March for Life, and they'll also be hosting a conference for adults and the Y for Life Youth Conference in our nation's capital. Learn more about these events at lutheransforlife.org, lutheransforlife.org. 
In Hour 2 of Issues Etc., we'll be teaching a Sunday school lesson on the birth of Jesus in Luke chapter 2. Pastor Tom Baker will be our guest. He's host of the radio show called Law and Gospel. And then we'll also spend some time with Dr. Andrew Walker discussing Christian nationalism. Listen weekday afternoons to Pastor Todd Wilkin and guests on Issues Etc. Issues Etc. is a listener-supported program. Your financial support is vital for the continuation and expansion of this worldwide outreach. Our mailing address, Issues Etc., P.O. Box 83, Collinsville, Illinois, 62234. Box 83, Collinsville, Illinois, 62234. You can also donate at our website, issuesetc.org. Issues Etc., is a production of LPR, Lutheran Public Radio. You can help save lives in Southern Illinois by participating in 40 Days for Life, September 28th through November 6th. Vigils will be held outside abortion facilities at Granite City, Carbondale, and Fairview Heights, Illinois. For information on Granite City, visit 40daysgc.com. To learn more about Carbondale and Fairview Heights, go to coalitionforlife.com. You can protect mothers and children by joining the worldwide effort of 40 Days for Life, September 28th through November 6th. The Word of God, Daily Worship, Lutheran Hymnody and Catechesis, Instruction in Phonics, Traditional Math, Literature, Grammar, History, Latin and Strings. It's all part of our daily life here at St. Paul Lutheran School in Hamill, Illinois. St. Paul is seeking teaching candidates for the 2023-24 school year. Learn more at school at stpaulhamel.org. Consider joining the faithful faculty at the only classical Lutheran school in Greater St. Louis. School at stpaulhamel.org. College Preparation Station in Maryville, Illinois offers ACT, SAT, and PSAT test prep, scholarship application classes, college and career counseling, and more. Hi, this is Lori Konsky, president of College Preparation Station. We have helped our students obtain more than $7 million in tuition scholarships in 12 years. Find out more at cpsprep.com. Let us help you create a vision and find your future. The College Preparation Station in Maryville, Illinois, cpsprep.com. Good Shepherd Lutheran Church in Collinsville, Illinois, is happy to support the Christ-centered, cross-focused ministry of Issues Etc., Join us for worship, Bible classes, youth ministry, and other opportunities to grow in Christ. We have a Christian day school for children in preschool to 8th grade. We are located at 1300 Beltline Road. Call us at 618-344-3151 or visit www.goodshepherdcollinsville.org.